Hello, my name is Michael Norton, and I'll be your host for this week's episode of the My Mysterious Bible Podcast, the podcast where if it's mysterious, it matters. This will be an introductory episode to a short series on the topic of the word Elohim and its various meanings. So according to my word study in Lagos Bible Software, Elohim is a word that appears 2,681 times in the Hebrew Old Testament. 2,330 of those times, the Old Testament authors used it to refer to the God of the Bible. So that is the predominant meaning of the word. It is used diversely in the remaining 381 times, and we will cover those meanings in the rest of the series. Let's begin by looking at the dictionary definition of the word in the Lexham Bible Dictionary. Elohim, a masculine plural form of El. Lexically, this word has several meanings in Scripture. It typically means God, God's, plural, and also refers to Yahweh, the God of Israel. You may want to go back and listen to that definition carefully because this isn't an area that trips up many people. Elohim is plural in form. It is the masculine plural singular form of El. Yet it can refer to the single God of Yahweh. Many modern Christians try to shoehorn the Trinity back into the Old Testament text at this point. The ancient Israelites to whom the Old Testament was given would have had no concept of that. At the very best, they had a two powers in heaven concept that included an invisible Yahweh and a visible Yahweh. The I am ending is what makes the word plural in form. That is the common way of pluralizing masculine nouns in Hebrew. But Hebrew, like every other human language that has ever existed, has exceptions to grammatical rules. The Hebrew word Elohim is one of those exceptions. You cannot tell if Elohim is meant to be singular or plural until it is put into the context and grammar of a sentence. So let's begin at the beginning. Genesis 1 from the ESV. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. The earth was without form and void, and darkness was over the face of the deep, and the Spirit of God was hovering over the face of the waters. And God said, Let there be light, and there was light. And God saw that the light was good, and God separated the light from the darkness. God called the light day, and the darkness he called night. And there was evening, and there was morning the first day. And God said, Let there be an expanse in the midst of the waters, and let it separate the waters from the waters. And God made the expanse and separated the waters that were under the expanse from the waters that were above the expanse. And it was so. And God called the expanse heaven, and there was the evening, and there was morning the second day. And God said, Let the waters under the heavens be gathered together into one place and let the dry land appear, and it was so. God called the dry land earth, and the waters that were gathered together he called seas, and God saw that it was good. And God said, Let the earth sprout vegetation, plants yielding seed, and fruit trees bearing fruit, in which their seed is their seed, according to its kind on the earth, and it was so. 
The earth brought forth vegetation, plants yielding seed according to their own kinds, and trees bearing fruit, in which is their seed, each according to its kind. And God saw that it was good. And there was evening, and there was morning the third day. And God said, Let there be lights in the expanse of the heavens to separate the day from the night, and let them be for signs and for seasons, and for days and years, and let them be lights in the expanse of the heaven to give light upon the earth. And it was so. And God made the two light, great lights, the greater light to rule the day, and the lesser light to rule the night, and the stars. And God set them in the expanse of the heavens to give light on the earth, to rule over the day and over the night, and to separate the light from the darkness. And God saw that it was good. And there was evening and there was morning the fourth day. And God said, Let the waters swarm with swarms of living creatures, and let the birds fly above the earth across the expanse of heaven. So God created the great sea creatures and every living creature that moves, with which the waters swarm according to the kinds, and every winged bird according to its kind. And God saw that it was good, and God blessed them, saying, Be fruitful and multiply, and fill the waters and the seas, and let birds multiply on the earth. And there was evening, and there was morning, the fifth day. And God said, Let the earth bring forth living creatures according to their kinds, livestock and creeping things, and beasts of the earth according to their kinds. And it was so, and God made the beasts of the earth according to their kinds, and the livestock according to their kinds, and everything that creeps on the ground according to its kind. And God saw that it was good. Then God said, Let us make man in our image, after our likeness, and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, and over the birds of the heavens, and over the livestock, and over all the earth, and over every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God he created, and male and female he created them. Every instance of God in Genesis 1 is the word Elohim in the Hebrew text. Again, I'm going to stress this point. I've heard famous preachers who didn't do their due diligence give misguided sermons about the creation account, saying that the I am ending of Elohim refers to plurality and therefore the Trinity. You have to go beyond the Strong's Concordance when dealing with issues like this. The term appears dozens of times in Genesis 1 alone. This is probably a good place to stop for this episode. At this point, we know that Elohim is a plural masculine noun that must be put into context to know if its meaning is singular or plural. Also, the majority of the time it refers to the God of the Bible. Join me next time as we dive into the other meanings it has in Scripture, and we will end with framing the term in an entirely different way that will help you make sense of it all. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week.